Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Hello there. It's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, Five. Six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Way, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Way wherever you get your podcasts. Don't be rank or get the skeeves, because tonight is gonna be plush. We saw the sleepover, so you know what that means. home to talk about a movie that I didn't really know existed until just a mere few hours ago. The film is called Sleepover. It's in the early 2000s, and it is about a bunch of girls who are getting out of middle school, getting to go to high school, and it's kind of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it's kind of not. And frankly, I don't know anyone's names, and I'm confused by a lot of the big things that happen in this film. Normally, I would try to break it down for you, and as I started to, I'm just like, no, I give up. And I'll save that for my co-host. So please, welcome to the stage, my co-host, Mr. Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? 
I'm thrilled to be here, Paul, to be talking about a movie that I suspect I'm on a watch list for having watched. What is this movie? I'm sorry, is this a teen sex comedy set in junior high school? This movie checks a lot of boxes. And I don't think we them... can say checks a lot of boxes. This move, this was chilling. The number of times I wrote in this movie, in my notes, am I allowed to be watching this? I closed the curtains in my house it you know, is... this afternoon to be like, I hope nobody sees that I'm watching a kid porno. This is a movie about grooming. Listen. It's also, it's is this also for, is this movie for a, kids or predators. It's also a movie about finding yourself and getting your own voice. Finding yourself on a date with your teacher from junior high. Junior high. We are gonna break it all down. Don't worry about it. As the tagline says. The rules are set and the game is on. Um, I found myself disturbed so many times in this movie and one of the biggest regrets I had was that I didn't get to watch it with my other co-host. Please welcome to the stage, Miss June Diane Raphael. Welcome. Welcome, June. Welcome, June. Now, Paul, I got to tell you, yes, this movie, there were so many concerning things about this we're movie. There. Yes. But if you don't think I cried. Okay. When? June? When? June? You don't think I cried. June, I am with you. Okay. Not only did I cry, my notes are, why am I crying? <laughs> Why am I crying I watching these children it. be preyed upon? I lost it. I was I'll weeping. tell you when I I tell you when I when I felt like the biggest dagger into my heart was when that teacher said, "Hey, I may not be good looking, but I got a good wit." <laughs> oh, you mean when he was trying to seduce a 14-year-old? He didn't know. He was He didn't know it was a student cuz she was wearing sunglasses. You're a bad teacher. You should be able to recognize your students in sunglasses. What? Well, like we come have on, Johnny Sneed. We got a lot to we got a lot to break down. A lot to break down, and we have a very special guest. I love when we have this guest because this guest truly is a historic guest because he is the first guest we ever had yes, here right. on the program. Audible gasps. Yeah. Co-creator, star of shows like The Kroll Show, Big Mouth, The History of the World, Part Two. And right now, you can be watching his amazing show, Human Resources, on Netflix. Please welcome Nick Kroll! Welcome, Nick. Welcome back. Uh, wow. So... We made you watch this movie. 
I was so excited. I've I've done the show. Uh, I think I'm on maybe the first episode of this. You show. are on the you first. Are. Episode. Uh, yeah. Hard. Burlesque. That's right. Um, and I've been on the show throughout. Yep. Uh, always excited. Got the got the JPEG for this one. <laughs> <laughs> You, I, I will sent say, it to you, and I was like, here we go. <laughs> I will say, we were at dinner last night, and you said, what is this movie we're watching? <laughs> By the way, is the font for this movie the same font yes. as Clueless? It yes. is. Yes. yes. This and movie is, that on is purpose? trying to trick you into thinking it's a different movie. Yes. Constantly. It's also, at one point, they're driving through town, and the movie playing at the movie theater is Legally Blonde, which is another wow. movie I think this movie wants to be. Oh, this movie wants to be a lot of movies, and what it is, is disturbing. Um, and it's a weird movie because it, there's so many things. I'm just looking at my notes and they're fucking nuts. I have a whole thing that I want to pull out. Well, not pull out. I... Paul. Paul, these children are 14 years old. These Paul, are junior high. This is I graduating they, junior yeah, high. Agree. Like the, I don't want I don't want to take this position right now with Nick, but I have to. Like they are heading into ninth grade, but yeah. and I want you. They're not, not there yet. I I know they're not, but I in want you to accept. June. In I want you to accept these blooming young women. Yeah. Uh, I'm blooming. Can I get a lock on my door? Yeah. I wrote down blooming question mark. I want to just go out on a limb and say this. I can't tell you how any of these women are different from each other at all. They don't seem like they really these have girls? any... These girls? These girls. We have to say girls because they are 13 and I 14 years old. I feel too awkward. I feel Jason, too they're young women. They're young women. This they're is young a sex women. comedy starring tweens. Thank you. All right. So I they're can't... young women. For, that's the biggest problem with this movie is I can't tell who is what age, who is who... I rewound this movie more than like a, a hard sci-fi. And like, I have I to like, tell you, what Paul, you really, because so when I saw Paul watching on Tubi, I, I walked by his office and I said, what do you think? Because I, I was a little bit ahead. And he goes, I can't tell who any of them are. <laughs> they and all I look do, alike. They're all they blonde. They it's don't, like the They don't all look alike. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. And I found it very disturbing that you couldn't tell one from the other. I'm You're not saying to be I'm, fair. No, I'm not saying they're all fully fleshed out characters. Of course they're not. But they are they are different. And I didn't struggle. Here's what I yeah. And, and that I would credit with the hair department. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wardrobe. Wardrobe, wardrobe hair and wardrobe. Well. Because you've got and, and I do want to just talk about her sure. hair. Yes. A lot. Um sure. because there's a lot of looks. The there's hair. the leads hair. hair. There's a lot of looks Julie Corky. Julie Corky. <laughs> I mean, Julie Corky. Can we just? She's quirky. She's Julie. She's quirky. Let's. She's I mean, got, she's curly got hair. Jane Lynch as a mom and Jeff Garland as a dad. <laughs> Imagine that fuck sesh. <laughs> it looks like the number ten. <laughs> 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 not to listen, not to jump to the very end, but just just to talk so, through her so hair. Yeah. Major spoiler alert. Yeah. To talk through her hair journey, because this happens yes. a lot in movies with women, which is their hair is gonna tell us the story. Yes. 
And we're going to look to their hair to understand who they are in the world and how relaxed they are, how uptight they are. Their hair will tell us that. And she goes to sleep the night of the sleepover with curly hair. And she wakes up the next morning and sleep has straightened it out. She's got... And blown She's it up. gotten a sleep blowout. <laughs> and she is now a woman. She well, yes, my and thought is... And at the end of the movie... As if she's gone through some rite of passage, she is dressed and styled differently yes. like she's now a woman, which is bizarre. <laughs> the movie is... <laughs> the movie is very uncomfortable. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. I'm going to say something yeah. though, and I, I, I of course, Please. there's so many insane things, and this movie is fat phobic, and it's horrible, and for so many reasons, but. But there are <laughs> moments in this movie that I really related to. And 
the I, just to talk about the scene between Jane Lynch and and our lead because mm-hmm. there were moments when this our lead character Dr- Julie Quirky of course <laughs> reminded me of a younger Not quirky, Jennifer quirky. Gray Quirky 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 Quirky, quirky. <laughs> She's quirky but her name is Quirky Quirky Quirky, quirky. <laughs> There were there were moments when her mom said you're on the bridge yeah. between ladybugs and boys and gave her a lock to both (sighs) give her a chance, give her a chance to sort of separate, but to also be free and to be close on the bridge, which is lovely. Oh, that's lovely. And, and, but then Jane Lynch says, what does she say? Well, Jane, well, Jane Lynch is, it's in that scene where she's giving her the lock. lock. I feel like you were into magic and this girl, and now maybe boys and this and that. And, and Julie, kindly says, I think I'm still on the bridge. Because Jane Lynch, I think, is suggesting she's you've over already the gotten to, I've, I maybe missed I this. I truly have never seen that moment in a movie or TV represented of a young woman understanding about herself that she's in between. And I thought it was... And they saved it for the last 30 seconds. And they really let you sit in it. Here's the fun part. This is also where I cried. So I am very... I cried. Why am I crying at this ending, question mark? I cried a lot. I cried when the best friends, when they have their last conversation. I did too. When the best friend says, you're ready for high school. And she says, that's because of you. I got a little choked up. And then they say, don't forget. But don't why? forget. But wait, wait. This is what I don't understand, too. It is the last day of junior high, and that friend is moving. <laughs> the next yeah, day. Well, it's not based on her schedule. <laughs> the job in Seattle starts in two weeks. They pushed it back so she could finish her fucking year. <laughs> yeah. Dad, Dad's got to go work at Boeing or whatever. Yeah. But by the way, they dropped, they, they truly do drop so much info at the beginning of this movie where I'm like, I rewound it to be like, because the girl that seems to be... But this is why you rebounded? Okay, so the, the friend that seems to be older, who's in the car with the boyfriend... Stacy. 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 A blowout. A, like a, almost like a... She sorry, almost, like a, almost like a Heather yeah. Thomas kind yeah. of... Yeah. yeah she okay. had like a very 70s she hairstyle. Was, totally, she was yeah. giving me real, like, um, bitchy Rory Gilmore vibes. Yes. yes mm-hmm. Absolutely. So much so that for the first second, I was like, wait, is that Alexis Bledel? And I was like, it's not. But, spoiler alert, it is Brie Larson in this movie. And I Friend will, of the pod. Brie, great job. I, I will say this. I, when I'm getting into a How Did This Get Made movie, normally the first four minutes is just like, just feeling the water Settling out, just in. seeing what's going on. But they're dropping major plot points that I am not capable of digesting because <laughs> I don't even know the characters yet. Well, I'm like, you're the same age? Okay, but you look like you're way older. And then I had to remind myself, wait, they're stealing a car, but they're in junior high? They're not even close to a license? It's also a right-driving yeah. smart car? Yeah. I was like, what is this? There, there, is, a, there, there a- is a dance... That is happening simultaneously to the cool girls having a fun party that's written like a serial killer's font. Yes. Like, like they, somebody was carving out of Cosmo magazines. These I've got your children. They're all at this sleepover tonight. <laughs> it was also odd that whatever dance the high school is having is not the prom. No, it's, it's the like, last it day of school dance. It is just a last day of you school dance? 
You would think it was because of time of year, because but it's of not. Why because, it's because there was not. a king and queen. <laughs> yeah. But but it is not. But yet, <laughs> it's not their dance because they're junior high. So you got their a high children. school dance. <laughs> you got a high school dance. You got a cool girls party, and you got the nerds sleepover. And then you also got the dudes. The, the SpongeBob and that crew, and I think they're also having oh, a scavenger man. hunt as well. Then I don't you've know. got then you've got Steve the Hunk, who is not just the archetype of, but the like almost literal physical representation of Jake Ryan yeah. from yes. Sixteen Looks Candles. Exactly like him. I, or, uh, wait, Sixteen, 16 Candles, candles are pretty yeah, big. Sixteen, yeah, 16 candles. candles. I was like, what? This is a little on the nose. They are, I thought he this was great, is straight though. Jake Ryan, full blown. Here's what I couldn't understand. Why did I, I also have to say I loved I loved the storyline of like Stacy had I wish they developed it a bit more, but Stacy had been a friend of Julie's mm-hmm. at one point, and right. then for whatever yeah. reason, not a moment. She shows not a moment of of recognition of that friendship. I know, but well, but here's my question about Stacy because we get to know a little bit about her, and I think why she decides to reroute the night, but why? Why would she ever risk? Because the, the stakes of this movie are that when they head into their freshman year and head into high school, it's really important that the sort of class dynamics are clear at lunchtime. And, and if they're sitting by the fountain, it means they're cool kids. And if they're sitting by the dumpster, it means they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dumpster kids. But they're dumpster. This, they're can garbage. I just say, Which, by the way, this is generationally impactful. Yes. But by the way, I also yes, want to yes. just say, I just want to just point out one quick thing. Again, we're seeing the theme of dumpster in high school uh, with that movie Wish Upon. Mm-hmm. They, remember, there was like the dad was did we, <laughs> jumping did we do in. It? What? Did we do it? Yeah, the, the Wish Upon, the girl with the box, Joey King with the I, box. How do dad, you remember these movies? And the dad was, jump, the dad was <laughs> jumping yes, yes, into. Ryan Phillippe. Ryan yes, Phillippe. Yeah, Ryan yeah, yeah, Phillippe yeah, yeah, was yeah, jumping it. into dumpsters in front of his kids while they were eating lunch. Oh, and they're yeah, dad. I can't remember that. So, like, I didn't understand that dumpsters played such a large part. In the high school lunch. What about experience? absolutely mediocre fountains? Yeah. <laughs> As is the coveted spot, which we all know incoming freshmen control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And that fucking way, fountain. That's what, a, what I kept what on wanting to say. What a garbage fountain. That's what I kept on wanting to say was... Why that's do like a, you all like, think you get to choose this? Yeah, it's it's going to be decided for the, you. The victory at the end is preposterous. <laughs> like, they, they, by the, the way, the, the lesson learned should have been the the fountain is within. Wherever we are, I wherever we going, are is did. where we should be. <laughs> They'd already invested one hundred and fifty dollars to build that piece <laughs> of shit fucking fountain. But I will say one of the most laugh out loud moments was the last scene where the guy pours trash in the yes. dumpster on Stacy. She gets up and runs away. Okay, but here's my question. If you're Stacy, the cool if kid. You're Stacy the cool kid. And see, and this is what I wonder I'd like to propose. Because I kept on wondering why would Stacy risk her spot at the fountain? Yeah. Why is she? Why is she engaging in yeah. this? Well, because she's hunt. so off balance from having to the negative experience ADR. with what's the guy? What's, what's <laughs> Doug, the JV quarterback? Yes. What's his name? Can somebody out here tell me what it is? Todd. 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 Thank you. So Todd. Todd. It. Todd. Yeah. I'm saying Todd. Todd, and you guys are still yelling. No, it is Todd. Because so you're saying it like is, so, you're I'm saying wrong? like you're, you're saying like someone from Massachusetts. Todd. Todd. Oh my God. <laughs> Todd. Oh Todd. my God. Todd is fucking Todd. by the dumpster. 
<laughs> oh way, my uh, God, Todd, Todd tried to no, finger Todd, me in his no, car. Todd, <laughs> Todd's driving. Todd's driving a uh, um, uh, a convertible and yes. uh, openly oh. uh, uh, sexually assaulting a uh, fourteen-year-old. Oh, that's in Todd. That's in a public Todd. park that is fully lit. Okay, he's that, driving that on scene. the grass. It's like the town is like Stars Hollow. The only police presence is Steve Carell. Yeah. You know what that made me feel like? And I don't want to jump. I don't know if you had a point. Seeing Steve Carell in that movie and seeing almost every adult in that movie, you're just like, man, people need gigs. Yeah. Nick. I actually, that's why I found this movie to be affirming. I was like, you know, I've taken jobs. I've done things. By the way, Steve Carell had probably like shot, like shot 40-Year-Old Virgin. It had not come out yet. Yep. Right, yes. so he's just like they're giving work. me a fucking. Ge- I'm gonna oh, be in a movie. I'm gonna point, be on the lot. Working actors, just yeah. working. And by the way, he's funny. Oh, he's it. very funny. Funny, and he like he does a lot with that job. I'm gonna say, better than Paul Bar- Mall Cop. <laughs> uh, you know, I enjoy savage, I en- savage takedown. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm shocked you are brave enough to say that, Paul. <laughs> Look, America might disagree with the huge shit. Of Paul Bart Mall Cop, over $100 million at the box office. Right. Okay, out. here's what I want to understand. So, Stacy, <laughs> so here's my theory about why Stacy wanted to do that scavenger hunt. I think there is a part of Stacy yeah. after that, after her assault. Yes. You know, no other way to say it. Assault no other way to no way to get around that, it. That her boyfriend just seemingly drove onto the center of. And yes. I just want to just like, I, like, I think this is I believe crazy. she is like, so like, look at there are people. There are people. So well lit. One, two, there's six lights and, and people walking. He is yeah, he is in no the road. center of the town square. He drove He's, up on the lawn. Like, this is not where you take someone if you're Todd and you're trying to finger someone in your car. <laughs> And he's in his cutoff tee. This is ridiculous. Well, I, so, so but Jean, I think, yeah. but I think what happened to Stacy here is I think she thought mm-hmm. she could kind of hang, and that she was it's too much. She's it still was on the too bridge. Too much. And, that's right. Yeah. I think she realized I'm she on the bridge. She thought she was over the bridge. Oh, yeah. She's still on the bridge. I'm on the bridge, yeah. and I need to return to fun and that yeah. sleepover that I was supposed to be at. Yeah, oh, it, see, it turns I, out she wasn't on the bridge, but instead a, a, gr- a full grass p- parked in a car. It felt, it felt to me, because it's really, it's a heartbreaking scene, and especially once you, at the end of the movie, realize Todd had no... Interest in bringing Stacy to the dance because he has another girlfriend for six who months. he's going to the dance with. He was just gonna basically fuck her and then get dressed and then go to the dance with his real girlfriend. So yeah. he's not even creating a romantic night. It's really just yeah. it's, it's really just like, hey, let's pull off on the side of the road but boy, this park. I desperately wanted Stacy to it, I feel like Stacy's moment of recognition or uh, uh, realizing that she's done wrong is had with um, Spongebob yes. in the dance sequence rather than with Julie Quirky. Right. Yes, because Spongebob represents fun and lightness, and that's the guy she should be with, even though he was in a coma. And when they say... <laughs> When they, when they, when they, at the, the beginning of the movie is a lot of ripping, as June said, fat phobic and things of that nature. But they go, uh, he goes, I was in a coma. And they go, you were barely in a coma. <laughs> Anyone who says I was in a coma, let them have that win. Can we? Let them have that. 
barely <laughs> like, and he's like, and I love when Stacy at the end, he's like, you want to see a picture of me in a coma? And yeah. she's like, yeah. I do. And he shows her, and she's like, that's cool. And he's like, but now I have this picture, and that's better than the one of he me in a coma. He put it in his wallet. That's sweet. That's a it's moment so I loved about this, because it's two 14-year-olds <laughs> having a truly difficult time coming of age, which is what this movie is about. But, and what I Here's love a it. note I wrote. Here are words I wish I wasn't typing. This movie has too much 13-year-old foot content. Oh. I, I just want to say, I just want to say while we're, while we're on... <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, it's... I'm not wrong because every girl gets foot close-ups. It's not interesting. Well, because it was also, they were shooting it as another, as a double for a proof of concept for Tarantino babies. I, <laughs> I, I will just say this. I, uh, that moment at the end got me where he, where he did replace his coma picture with the picture of them because, man too. alive, aren't Polaroid stick cameras the best? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could just get a picture. Love. and ma- Polaroid stick cameras. You know, you can get them at Old Wait, Navy. Is this a, okay, no, this feels, feels bad. Yeah, this feels oh, like that. No, it just seems like so natural. Polaroid stick cameras, they're great. When they <laughs> laid down, and remember, take a picture of it on your Polaroid stick camera. Can we just talk about SpongeBob really yes. quick? Yes. And, yes. And, and, um, and his crew there. The, and that crew, and I... I, I were you part of that crew? Was that, was that like your kind of crew? I was not. I wish I were part of that that crew of uh, skateboarder kids. You know, um, I I say this, and I have not done the pod in a while, so I don't know where we are. I we're hated. I hated his performance. <laughs> wow. I really hated it, and I was like, "Who's this fucking bozo?" Doing this impression of a person doing an impression of Jim Carrey. I fucking hate this performance. Where did this bozo end up? And then I went over to cast and saw that this guy is going to win an Emmy for Dahmer and has become one of the most sought-after actors of our generation. Bold choices never this fail. This is where it began. The Dom, you can see the Dahmer in there. <laughs> there are multiple award winners in this cast. We have an Oscar winner, yeah. and we have like Brie Larson won an Oscar for Best Actress in <laughs> this movie. Um, I, it would be well, funny I, though I, if SpongeBob's going, you're going through his wallet, and he's just like a bunch of pictures of like severed hands. <laughs> SpongeBob, what's what's that smell, SpongeBob? SpongeBob, I, I want to pull this up, and I feel we can refer to it throughout the show. Um, uh, I think it's right here. Okay, so this is just something I, I started to put together. <laughs> Sleepover timeline. <laughs> I wanted to start to figure out the uh, timeline of this can movie. I, can we just, Paul? Yeah. Did you make this? Yeah, I made this. That's <laughs> June. June, do you need a lawyer? (laughs) So I've made a timeline here. So 7 p.m., we know is Liz's summer blowout. Then 7-ish. This is like, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Paul. This is like if Paul wrote a screenwriting book and was like, I'm going to use this as the example. (laughs) This is how you break down a script. Then we know that Julie starts around 7-ish. 
Julie's mom leaves at 7-ish. So then we see a giant montage of the sleepover. And I'm going to say that that's 90 minutes because we see multiple nail paintings. We see a bra freezing. I'm going to guess that the bra would need about 40 minutes to freeze. At least, at least. Again, Depending I'm so on material and I couldn't be freezer more size. How many, like, preteen girl bras I saw in this movie. And thongs. And thongs. I mean, like... <laughs> And I, then I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, tell me if I'm wrong here, because uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to need your help here. I'm going to guess at eight o'clock the dance starts. That seems about right to me. And we know that the dance is going to end at midnight. That we do know. Okay. okay now, now. Then uh, it's just a ticking clock. Now I we know. I, just for the listener at home, there is a, a line in this breakdown that Paul wrote that says, parenthetically, most Old Navy closed at at least nine days. That's the T-shirt. That's the T-shirt. No, no, no. I put it Do back. Do not fix it. I, Most old you baby guys, clothes at at you least this night. But yeah. Jason, can I, I don't want to lift the curtain too much on all the show and how it works. But Paul does have an old Russian man who writes all of these notes. Most old navy clothes at at least nine p.m. Dumpster table is not good. So I want to just quickly hit a couple more of these things. We know that uh, we know that our popular girl, she uh, is waiting for a boyfriend. He, I'm assuming he's about 30 minutes late because she's a, a little bit upset. She gets driven and dumped. Yeah. Can Stacey. I just quickly say, yeah. whatever you want to say about Todd and the actor playing Todd, he stops perfectly in front of her. Good stop. Like, it's a great... And I. this is... Having driven cars... You know how you drive a car in a scene and you're like... And they're like, all right, and just stop right here. And you're like... And they're like, can you do it again but fucking hit the fucking mark? You know what I mean? I just want to give Todd some props. He fucking nails the stop. In In a a wide. It's like, she's waiting. Bam. Right there. She's in. They're out. I think it's because it's a convertible. I think he had better view. He had better view of like the weird chalk mark where the tire needed. better than a stunt coordinator complimenting you on your ability to do something as mundane as stop in the right spot. And this is. I did it? And this is where I should reveal I was the stunt coordinator on Sleepover. So cool. So cool. I I was in charge of the treehouse falling. I just love the idea. That Paul is writing in a document, 7 to 8.30 p.m., nail painting, bra freezing, and dance party. This is aspirational for Paul Shear. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, Paul, all right, so you at eight... must delete this afterward right. and <laughs> drag it over to trash. You must, must delete well, it. Well, now I want to show you something, though, okay? 9 p.m., okay. I'm, not even to the, I'm not even to the crux of my argument yet. Okay. So we assume that the driving and dump is 8.30, the noise complaint, 8.35, because she calls uh, Julie... Moments after the noise complaint happens, and then I'm going to say that uh, then Stacy gets there at 8:40, and the hunt is announced. At which point, Stacy says the hunt begins at eight. But, judge, look at this. When you look at their files uh, and you look at their uh, this, you can see what on the happening? AOL page the messages are at 9:12. 9.13, 9.14 p.m. So that means they face-chatted in the nines, which means... This is chilling. Paul, 
stop. This is like very upsetting. Now, how, if how, they did that how in the nines, you are. Paul's never been more alive. <laughs> I know. If they did that in the nines, most old navies are already closed. <laughs> Why do and you I'm know going to that? assume that the food courts in the malls are also closed. So now and we then have a dude to take shower. Dude, dude, take shower. Can we talk about the shower real quick? Have you ever taken your shirt off two hands at a time? <laughs> Never. Do you know that thing where it's like, it's like it was what? sexy? Here's what I'll say: I've never, never taken a shirt off from the top. Yes. I exclusively am from the bottom off. I don't do a tug it off. I thought now, you... if you knew someone was behind you watching. You think he knows? <laughs> no way. <laughs> you think he knows he's he being knew. peeped? He knew. This, this movie... situational awareness of the people in this movie, multiple times people have other people hiding like two feet away from them, yes. like breathing on them, and they don't notice. Oh, not only that, most of Jeff Garland's home is destroyed around yes. him, and he is oblivious. Well, he's, he's so focused on, new... on in <laughs> installing a water filter that the complete but... destruction of his... Uh, arbor or his wh whatever that is uh, gazebo Casita, whatever that is. I don't know it goes un <laughs> unnoticed as Here's does what, the tree fort collapsing onto the house but this is what I loved about Jane Lynch as a mom and I actually resented Julie thinking her mom was such a square like her those slumber party rules and Paul we didn't see when the slumber party rules I have slumber party it, rules they're not up on the on the timeline well, I mean, okay, but when yeah, the slumber party I the summer party it, yeah. rules are announced. Like she, she really just wants to. She doesn't want to see any structural damage to the house, is what she says. Which I found to be amazing. With these like, nerds, that's, there's no chance. Uh, these nerds are not going to do any structural damage. She's not even having a party. She's having four girls over. One which she didn't even want. Who's not even on the fucking poster. The that's, girl. That's that's the right. movie Justice is. That's for Yancey. Stacy's on this poster Yancey. and not Yancey. That's that's Yancey. crime. Yancey that's is a, a little larger than the other girls, and she isn't invited, and she's invited as like a guilt invite, which is never then addressed. No, they never have a moment. Yancey finds out she's like a second choice because Stacy bailed, and then she's very hurt by that. But because she gets an adult man speaker boyfriend, again, Yancey ends up with a boyfriend who's an adult man. No, I think no, he's no, in he's high a kid. school. I think he he's works a high for school. the speaker company. As just for the job. summer. Just for the summer. To make a little extra cash. The summer that Come started. On. The summer that started immediately and as we school know, ended. And, and she we know. Is Fourteen. Jason, as soon as people run into a hallway and throw. Papers in the air. Yeah. That means it's summer. Eighth grade's done. It's They're a adults. whole new ball game. I mean, Yancey washed off that tan pretty quick, and that would the, have been a funny bit throughout the whole movie. Of like, the, yes, the, and and the the rationale of like, would you rather have celery or a brownie? She's like, well, a brownie, and she's like, well, just find somebody who also wants a brownie. I was like, wait, what? Is but this what Yancey. we're doing? At first, I was feeling like really terribly for Yancey, and I was like, wow, the only thing they're gonna give this character and this actress is that she's fat. That's it. That she's just obsessed with being 
They're going to, they're going, they show her no humanity. It is absolutely terrible. However, if I'm, if I have to choose a character to play of the four girls, I think I'm choosing Yancey over the redheaded girl who had no character. Like Zero. there's, like I why don't was know she there? A second ago, I'm being yelled at for being said that I don't understand these characters. Yeah. Well, the I knew who they were though, was... Paul. I knew who they were. I wasn't confusing Yancey no, for Barrett. Right. They I don't know, have any personality. I know Yancey and I know what she's up to, but Barrett's has no Nothing. bearing on and my And I do, by the way, experience. I think that sometimes happens with redheads where they're like, you know what? <laughs> they're redheads here she goes. and that's this enough. Is, this is back in dangeous territory. Not this David Caruso. Saying, I think Ginger the world. Erasure? I think the world assumes you're a redhead, and that's personality enough. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I want to talk about the date because I don't want to get too far away Wait, from which it. which date? The, well, when they, I want to talk about the whole thing. Going on date safe. The oh. police approved. Here's the thing, and I don't know, because maybe I made a mistake, but I'm on datesafe.com. <laughs> and I'm trying to find love. Um, and it says I'm handsome and police approved. So, so Datesafe is a website in which the police <laughs> inspect each person that you date. Now, I have a feeling this is a network note, a studio note. Like, oh, so then the girls will go like on a on a uh, internet dating. Well, yeah, but we can't have a fourteen year old do it. <laughs> oh, but what if it's police approved? Done. 
Okay, so it's even called... if the guy, so the guy she's gonna meet is approved by the police? Yes. Okay, well then it's not that creepy. It can't be like a pedophile. Imagine how that works. The application goes to the police, and we're trusting the police to vouch for the guy? I'm working, overtime. I'm working overtime stamping these applications. He says he likes photography so far. I haven't seen anything to prove that. Denied. You know? This shit blew my mind. Because but meanwhile, this is where I thought approved. I, there, but what people don't know is they cut a scene where it's you then go to Sting and he is <laughs> checking out each of these people. It's him, it's him, it's him, Stuart Copeland, yeah. and Andy Summers. And the other guy. That's why they broke up. Yeah. The whole issue I was do that have whether Mr. Corrado was ready to was to be approved. <laughs> Holy By shit. By the way, Mr. Corrado was so much hotter before the makeover. I was like, let Mr. Corrado be Mr. Corrado. Well, Mr. Corrado had the thing that often is done to young girls in movies like this, where they take off his glasses and muss up his hair, and all of a sudden he's a sexy dude. This movie has multiple eight-second makeovers. <laughs> multiple makeovers that take place in a second. And that's one of them. And the other yeah. one is when they rip when they rip Julie's sleeves off, where she's like, I, I look like my mom. And they're like, wait a minute. Rip, rip, rip. They rip, tailor a dress faster than the mice in Cinderella. <laughs> And why is the patrolman even after them? Like, well, the patrolman seems like... I mean, Noise complaints. Steve Carell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for various. Right. Like, like he, he's upset that they're making noise. He should be patrolling the neighborhood. He's taking a break at a, a, at a mall. But even if they were in the mall kiosk, that's not his duty. That's a mall guard. The mannequin that's mall Paul shit. Blart mall, mall cops job. <laughs> the mannequin mall shit with Carell, where they're just... They keep... And it's to the Jay Giles band freeze frame. <laughs> And it's a cover of that song because I think uh, Peter Wolf and Jake Osband were like, we're not, we don't want it. No, thank you. Um, that was also like, it was, this is, this movie has real silly comedy, broad yeah. comedy beats to it that work. Can I, I think. can I pay the redhead a compliment? Go. When she had to pose as a mannequin I, and be fully dead-eyed, she was I thought great. she nailed it. She did. I, I wrote thought, this down. you know what? She... Whatever she was doing to her eyes, that was good direct. They got the great. Now, would I you totally believe me agree. if I told you that was Jessica Chastain? <laughs> I, I only she was bring the best up, mannequin of the bunch. I only For bring sure. up Steve Carell because when these girls go to this club and they somehow take a giant speaker out of a case and leave it somewhere that no one notices it to get in the speaker case again that transported into the theater, he's nowhere to be seen. That would have been the spot Oh, I guess he's locked in the old navy closet at that point. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I got to put so that in my think, document. You think he's <laughs> He was putting himself on tape for Little Miss Sunshine and so they were like he's unavailable. Sorry, what were you saying, Jim? Paul, you think that You think that Steve Carell is also patrolling the high school? No, but he's after these girls, right? So oh, he's like, I see what noise you're saying. So you think he's looking at he's, he's also at Steve's house because Stacy and the popular girls call in and there's a suspicious person yeah. at Steve's house. Todd's when house. But no, Steve's house when she's trying yeah. to steal 
Oh, when Steve, Julie of is in the shower trying to steal the yes, boxer of course, shorts. Of course. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So I'm Why just do I know this movie so well? <laughs> I got this I timeline down. That in and of itself is a is a red flag. <laughs> so then, so he, we are going to assume that Steve Carell is out of commission from at least nine thirty. To 10.30. I'm going to imagine that that's... If we're gonna and there is no other law enforcement in this entire town. I was so happy that the bartender was like, wait a second, you're young. Like, thank God someone recognized children. This movie does not recognize children. It's also a scathing indictment of the teacher that he does not recognize his own student simply because she's wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. But then posing for saying, an incriminating... But then, he's saying, you're a swimsuit model to a 14-year-old student? By the way, she had the best comeback. He's like, what's that like? And she said, it's cold. Great joke. It's funny. Genuinely but, funny. But then funny. poses yeah. for... I wrote, this is, what I, this is what I wrote in my notes. This movie is really going out of its way to make you understand how it's possible to date a 14-year-old. With it really plausible deniability. He poses for an incriminating picture. He's, he now knows here's, she's here's 14. What I, here's what fired. I, here's what I will fired. say is they, they do look happy. And, they do. And they're like, I wanted him to get together with her mom. Oh. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if, if Jane Lynch and Johnny Sneed and have just like make Garland into a fucking cuck? <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a whole movie. And Garland's into it? Yeah. Hey, is great, great. Hey, Rosemary. <laughs> I, I did not like the, the sexualization. I did not like the sexualization of Lynch Jeff Garland's tonight. ass. Mm-hmm. By the way, what, I do think what, it was a butt double. I do think his crack yeah, was a I don't butt think double. So. Yeah, what would you, what did you say? I was about just Jane? saying, I'd love to see a whole movie about Jane Lynch's night. Yeah. Do you Ooh, know? Bad moms. What a great movie that would be. Like a like a an answer movie. The this is the kids movie, and this is the oh, I love that. Yeah, because again, I want to know when she bought that lock. Was who it out that friends? night? Who were those women and at make first? It, ooh, make it a connection that's like her group of girlfriends are analogous to her daughter's group of love girlfriends. It. What oh, are like they that. going? Love it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like a lot of these pitches. Should um, we? And then write I'll it? make a timeline for it, and I'll put it up there. Um, <laughs> But eventually, the, 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 again, the dance ends at midnight. And mm-hmm. I guess we're, we're going to say like around 11.45 is when they're going to be giving out the awards, which sure. also seems, from the, the schedule of the night, it just seems pretty rough. But no one's going to this dance on time at all. That guy is not even showered and ready. He's playing pool in a giant-ass mansion, it seems like. He's like Bruce Wayne. Um, and she sees his dick, right? She definitely sees his dick. No, she sees his butt. Okay. I she think sees she his sees butt. his dick. But you think so? Yeah, well, because it's I his think... butt, but then you can see his fucking dick hanging through. Oh, I think... No, I think, I think what happens... <laughs> and then his dick takes off a T-shirt. Again, this is... This is... We're, ta- <laughs> we're talking about a child's dick. <laughs> Go ahead. He's a high schooler. He's, he's, Wait, he's, is he I, in high I, school? He's yeah, high he's school. high school. Yeah. Oh, he is? He's yeah, he's high school. Yeah, they went to elementary school together. He's but in he's, high school. I sort of remember. The moment yeah. where she I don't skateboards wanna... past his I car. loved it. I loved it. And he's it. like an incredible skateboarder. I was like, yes, give me this By all the way, day. But why didn't we see that? When the mom, when Jane Lynch is saying, oh, you know, I missed the days of ladybugs and... 
and, you know, princesses and all this stuff. I'm like, well, actually, your daughter seems to be into skateboarding and basketball. And that's still childlike and cool. And we never got to see that. I'm like, that would be awesome to have seen her playing basketball, to have seen her skateboarding. She didn't seem to care about skateboarding at all. It was just a means to get home as quick as possible, exactly. even though she's doing transportation. next level tricks. She's so good. Well, she guys, jumps she's so good. a Marmaduke. <laughs> she jumps a Marmaduke. Is this in the MCU? Like, Is this in the MCU, the Marmaduke cinematic universe? I, I will say this. Um, there's a moment when the hot high school guy looks at her yearbook Looks at this picture of her, yeah. uh, Julie Corky, uh, and goes, "Wow, she turned out pretty good." And he's looking at it like, and, and and her things are drama club, uh, basketball, debate team, hobbies, hot dogs. Funny skateboarding I, and that. When I cool hear girl. she turned out pretty good, I think he's seeing like those hobbies, that whole vibe, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm dude! She's into, into skateboarding. She's into hot dogs." <laughs> I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but I want to just talk about this scene right here. So Julie breaks into the hot guy's house, right? She's looking around. She's in her little dress, and um, and then she sees his skateboard. He's a skateboarder. Yeah. And then finds a shoe, puts it to her nose, and smells the sweet and juice. Smiles. This guy. That that's that. the most truthful moment in the movie. <laughs> Now, here's my question about Julie's brother. I want to just the talk through... The college dropout. The college Who dropout. Who also looks like he's in junior high. He doesn't, he doesn't have the Paul Rudd energy that we expect from uh, Clues. Maybe he's too yeah. old in that. But, like, when I think about college... I can't tell these fucking kids apart. I'm like, who's high school? Who's junior high? Who's kindergarten? Who's college? Can I who's just... Jeff Garland? I don't know. Is Jeff Garland just getting out of sixth grade? He I... might be. Paul, this is like, I mean, you're turning into my father who could never recognize. When he watched The Departed, he's like, I don't know. They all looked exactly the same to me. I can't by the figure way, out which character is by which. By the way, and I know Scorsese's listening. Your dad, not wrong, okay? <laughs> but it's like Paul's really turning into And by the way, June, I'm very excited for Oppenheimer. We're going to we're all be there front row inside. <laughs> Congratulations. Can I just quickly say, so Please. I am, I am uh, uh, the older brother is played by Sam Huntington, yeah. who is an f- old friend of mine. Uh, we were on the hit show, probably <laughs> the biggest the highlight of his career was to be on the show Cavemen with me. What year was that? Of course. That's 2007. Okay, so wow. this is pre-Cavemen. This is pre-Cavemen. And, um, and so I watched him and I was like, yeah, he, I was like, yeah, he's he great. Funny. He's great. Oh, he's doing his he's, job. He's, doing he's his, doing absolutely good work. doing his job. Mm-hmm. He's carrying I'm, the comic relief 100%. Oh, the scene where he eats all the pizza job. with the dog, I was like... <laughs> He's going for it. He did. A, he did great, and he did his work one hundred percent. That's wonderful. I I had more questions just about the character he was playing in his journey. So he's dropped out of college. His car's been re- something, some sort of gambling debt. Something, but no, Paul, some financial disaster. Mm-hmm. Okay, Napster. hit him. In <laughs> I don't know what. He got involved in, but his car was repossessed yep. in college. Yep. Like, I mean, it seems like he wasn't even away for that long. He's a freshman in college, right? Or something. He seems young. So, yeah, I, I don't think he was, like, well into college. So yeah. he comes back home, and he's searching for cash desperately. Oh, right. He wanted that cash. And the reason why the ladies are able to kind of continue on in their adventures because they're cutting deals with him left and right. So now... <laughs> 
His sister has cut a deal where she will pay him $50 a month for three months. He pushes right. for six. He but pushes yeah. for six, but very smartly. 150 bucks is going to get him out of a hole? She's negotiating hard with him. But here's what's interesting about his journey. And that's why <laughs> I do want to see a movie about Jane Lynch's night. And I also want to see a movie about like your, this is like your Sam Citadel. Huntington's night. The, yes, am, the hit Amazon please, show. <laughs> I would pay. I would invest in a movie currently that yes. checks in on all these characters. Yes. <laughs> Because through the course 20 of the night, years later, the is, next sleepover, they're having so kids. so interesting, though, because he's just sort of a witness to all of this. I mean, he engages in the action a little bit when he gets her out of the situation with Steve Carell. But by the end of the night, he decides to go back to college. Yeah, he's changed. But why? Because I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I have a thought about this. I actually did. It's in my timeline. Um, around 945... He realizes he can handle anything. He can make deals. He can, he can oh. dress up his friends to do a rendition of Spice Girl with wigs. Where did he get those you wigs? You think that that was him, though? Why do girls though? have wigs of their own hair at oh, a sleepover? See, Paul, They're I wearing thought wigs that those were the grandma's wigs. Because at oh. one point, Jane Lynch threatens, threatens to leave Julie and not take her to, on the family trip to Hawaii. And threatens to just leave her to brush out her grandma's wig. Okay, which we don't see. Now, but he does say this line, and I'm Jason may have I'm obsessed with that this... grandma, too, because it's not like she has a couple wigs of the same style. No, no, it's she's got a broad... <laughs> yeah. The grandma's out. The grandma she might be real, out of that club, she too. She was a real character, and, and, I think, and, I think, and I think the daughter is reminiscent, and Jane... Lynch is caught in between oh. being like, I see the spark. Interesting. The She's spice. on a bridge of her own. Yes, exactly. Let's get Rita Moreno to finally be the grandma in the reboot. <laughs> Have a great moment. I want to say one thing, though. This is the moment where I think he changes. I don't remember the exact line, but I remember he goes, oh, high school. When school's... he's eating the dog Play-Doh? Oh, uh, when he says food's changed? No, this is the moment when he goes, high school's all blank and blank, and college is all ribbons and lampshades. And the way he says it, I don't know what ribbons are, but I know lampshades are like that traditional thing, like, hey, I'm drunk at a party, I put a lampshade on, no. What is it? Oh, he had been, yeah, oh. the guest bedroom had turned into. Oh, so the guest Wait. bedroom was, I thought he was saying like he went through some trauma with ribbons and lampshades. And I was like, this what? is the crux of this character. I didn't realize he was just commenting Wait. that his room was turned into his mom's sewing room. Oh, Wait I thought second. I found something. I, these so you fucking... thought lampshades were like an iconic college? Like, I thought he was right? saying like, you go to college and it's all ribbons and lampshades. <laughs> I drank too much. I said too many things. Oh, I thought it's like you win a war. Like either you're a standout student and you get ribbons That's for your acknowledgments yes. or you're a party monster yes. who wears lampshades because no. yes. you're the life the of a party. Shades. So like, wait, just, just I know we're yeah. going to go to the audience, Paul, I, and I want to. I want to. So he's saying that college is ribbons and lampshades, but college isn't ribbons and lampshades. That's his home away from college because he's not in college. Exactly. Yeah, I think he's saying in failure... Life is ribbons and lampshades. Like you can't go back. Like it's oh. if, like your life is once He's, you leave. Uh, once you leave, you can't come back to life. Life is now. His room is 
a craft corner. This is an Wait, 18-year-old. Was... An 18-year-old is like, you can never go back home again. Yeah. I thought he was referencing a Joni Mitchell song called Ribbons oh. and Lampshades. <laughs> Guys, we were just in Seattle. We saw Joni Mitchell. It was amazing. I had a religious experience. One of the best nights of my life. It happened. It's one of the best nights of my life. Life. <laughs> my life. My life. <laughs> We're doing great. All right, let's go to the crowd here. Let's talk to you all. All right, so I'm going to ask you to tell me your name and uh, one fun scavenger thing you could go get if you were on a sleepover scavenger hunt. All right, so what's your name? Rick. Rick. Rick, what's one fun thing you would do on a sleepover scavenger hunt? Uh, she'd go get the batter for the hot dogs that she did works the hot dog in a stick. Great. I, that's great. Oh. I like that. Frying well, up those. Well-researched uh, thing because she's making those uh, Twinkies. Um, all right. What's her question? What possibly could have led to her friend telling her that she has good knees and a big brain? Great. <sighs> June? I, so... Trust me, I, I was worried about that statement. I was thinking about that statement quite a bit. I think it's because she's a skateboarder. And I think it's because, I hope, it's because... So it's not because... Not because it, not it's not like a great way to try to get a blowjob. <laughs> I, I, I was worried about that. You got big knees and you give good head. Yeah. I like... That's the... This movie treads a fine line... Between being like a, like, it, because it's the kids are so young, but they want to be making clearly like a sex, com- like a John Hughes sex comedy in a way, but mm-hmm. it's not, it's really uncomfortable. They should have, The Bridge. Like, I think they could have called this movie The Bridge. The Bridge. Yeah. I My favorite it. Joni Mitchell song. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's your name? Jose. Jose, what is one fun thing you would do on a scavenger hunt with these girls? <laughs> You're asking an adult man what he would do with four 14-year-olds? I'm making him play a character here. We would steal something from Hot Topic. Or grab. That's uh, a great answer. And, 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 and what time would you do that at so I could put it on my counter? <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, your question. So can we talk about the ticket girl at the dance? Yeah. And yes. How, yes. And how Julie essentially told her you study too much and you play Monopoly with your parents. Can you just let me go in? In four years, in four years, I will be you unless I get into this dance. Okay. Okay, first of all... Her, her the, message is, you're, you're, you're lost. But help me not become you. The craziest part, though, is the ticket booth woman... Summer Glow. Is, ...is the most beautiful woman in the movie. Is the most beautiful person in the, the movie. And the first non-white person we have seen the entire yes. film. Oh, this is Star's level white. She's absolutely breathtaking and seems quite lovely and composed and, and self-possessed. I'm like, why is she being taken down as oh, yeah. a high school troll? Not Can only that, you, that was she the moment. seems to be like, yes, I support uh, it was you, absurd. Julie Quirky or... Corky. Corky. I will tell you that that was the moment that I teared up. Because. Go on. All right. Because 
I thought of this girl playing Monopoly with her family and not thinking there was anything wrong with it. And I was like, that's so cute and so nice. And I want my kids to play Monopoly with me (laughs) when they get older. They will, they will. And it was like, it was a moment I was like, and why is that being shit on? Like that she has a good relationship with her parents. I would hope that my kids would have a good relationship with me. Oh my God. And I really, Honestly, I I blame Joni Mitchell for like the experience the way we, ex- the three of us, experienced this movie oh. because we're not emotionally sort of um, no, I'm shattered. together. Yeah, we are dysregulated. She played Amelia, and I unraveled. And so our reading, honestly, our reading of this movie is off. <laughs> but I love, I love that Paul's emotional <laughs> connection to the movie was board games. I just no, I, this I totally this hear you because uh, I did. I did spend many Friday nights playing board games and Rummy Cube and uh, and oh yeah, games with my parents and um, I felt that too. Like that, thank you, June. Of course, I felt that too, and but I think I, it's cool to play games like, with your parents. I, your kids are like, thank you. <laughs> but I, I couldn't help cool. but feel bad for that girl because I felt like what Julie was saying was, you blew it. <laughs> It's all lost for all hope is lost for you. But there is hope for me. And by the way, what I'm dance 14. makes what dance makes a current student a senior work the door? It's like, all right, so I'll work the door. Anyway, uh, like she works that door till midnight. Till oh my god. All right. Hi, what's your name? Uh, my name is Bridget. Bridget, welcome. And what's a fun thing you would do with these girls on a scavenger hunt? Um, schedule permitting, perhaps go to another Old Navy and get a great de- deal on some slacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you could get Double great de- Old great. Navy. Great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, now what is your question? Um, I would love to return to the Garland-Lynch romance. Mm. Um, I don't know that I've ever believed less in a marriage. <laughs> and I sort I of felt... <laughs> I felt at the end when they sort of shared a kiss, it was as I if... I like um, that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was as if two sock puppets' mouths were being pressed together. (laughs) It was very uncomfortable. Somehow more uncomfortable than a kiss shared between two 14-year-olds. Do you have a... No, 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 go ahead. I'll play the the devil's advocate here. I found the moment when he was like, did you have fun at the club? And she's like, I did. I found that moving. Wow. what you I know liked what? About he knew that. he knew what she needed, what and I they were about, both getting what they needed yes. out of their what marriage. What I liked about that was yes, that Julie Nick. overhears it, yes. and wor- she had previously yes. thought that her dad didn't know what her mom was up to, yeah, and that she had like like she had something on her mom, but she realizes, oh, dad knew, and their relationship, they they have an understanding, they know what's going on, and they know That's, each other. This is the shocking thing about this movie. <laughs> there are moments, there are moments that are are really beautiful. Like you you you, I I remember having those moments of like, oh, I'm no longer a child looking at my parents. I'm like a little bit older and seeing them with a new like sense of emotional intelligence and they're people and I'm a person. And all of these crazy moments and especially with her best friend who loves her was a little bit more mature than her and is go and she's worried she's going to leave her. It's I think this is the best movie that's ever been made. I really... And it's sort of... Here's what's weird. It's masked in a terrible movie, movie, but there are moments. Where Yancey can find an adult boyfriend. Okay, justice for Yancey. 
Here's what worked, I'll say. He works at both I'll, the nightclub in town and the high school. He dance? said he needed to go to the other gig, Jason. <laughs> By the way, when he's at the other gig, he works he... for a late night speaker delivery service, not a normal operating hours speaker delivery service. Just to jump back to the speaker boy and Yancey, I loved. But and the moment in the dance when Steve on stage says into the mic, Julie, <laughs> Julie Corky. I was like, what? <laughs> I felt the same. Steve chooses Julie? I was full I of Joni-level emotions. Me too. Me too. Sobbing alone in my house, 50 years old, <laughs> at the possible fingering of a 14-year-old. Help well, me. I think I'm falling in, in love, love again. again. Come on. But I gotta Solid say, joke. I, I also have to say that when uh, I think I was in that the Joni headspace because Joni did cover Freeze Frame at the Joni Jam. <laughs> freeze Frame, Freeze Frame. <laughs> it was great. It was a beautiful song. She's really into it. Uh, sir, what's your name? My name is Colton. Colton, and what's a fun thing you might do with these young girls on a sleepover? <laughs> I'd go find some brownie batter. Find some brownie batter. I like that. Okay, what's your question? Uh, more of an observation, my brother noticed when they were doing the final race to the high school at the end, the car that they're driving is kind of like a tortoise-shaped green car, and the popular girl is driving like a silver kind of hair car. So he was going for the metaphor of like the tortoise and the hair kind of thing, like, you know, take things Aww. slow, you'll win in the end, take life slow, enjoy your friendships, enjoy your time. That- enjoy your time on the bridge. Yeah. Wow. And, Best and, comment I'm of the sorry. night. And, and did you, and you, wa- and you watched the movie with your brother? That's really beautiful. Do you guys stay home and play board games with your parents? Nothing wrong with that. No, it's beautiful. People process this show as a family, (laughs) like Fast and Furious. Out on VOD. There were some jokes. Credit to the writer. There were some jokes in this movie that genuinely made me laugh. When Yancey said, when Yancey's talking to the moving. the speaker, speaker moving boy? guy, speaker boy, and he says something like, "Do you? Uh, what do you mean, guys don't talk to you?" And she says, "Well, usually guys just ask me to hold the door open for them." I laughed so hard; I thought it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And when Julie's talking to her teacher in her sunglasses, and she laughs, and then he said, "Oh, I recognize that laugh," and she says, "I'm just she, she trying." Said, that was not a funny like bit. And he goes, I'm just, she goes, I'm just trying on different laughs. Yeah. And then she That's does not a my different laugh. one. I laughed so She does hard. a different laugh. And, but and then, it's like, what do you think of that? It's really funny. But then it comes back at the end. He's like, I like your laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can no, I ask one I question? Thought, I thought that I, I also thought uh, to that point when, uh, and we've already talked about it, so forgive me, but when SpongeBob says to Stacy, Apropos of nothing, do you want to see a picture of me in a coma? And she says yes, and he produces it also very funny. Very funny. Like, this movie has jokes very that were funny. Very funny. And the funniest, the, mo- the, the moment that I laughed the, lo- the hardest and rewound and watched again and laughed again was the end, the last moment when the janitor dumps a trash can. That was a great Basically moment. onto Stacy. I wrote that down. Great ending. <laughs> I loved it. By the I way, lo- Brie... Makes a very bold choice in not acknowledging yes. 
the dumping of the garbage yeah. right on top of yeah. her and her friends. Yeah, she's like, this is what I signed up for. This I is did. What I she do. took the punishment. She understood That's the assignment. I, I think there was a part of her I read in that moment of like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Like, I, there was a resolve. Well, I will tell you this much as well. Um, <laughs> what I loved about that final scene was uh, Stacy was eating out of an old-fashioned 1940s lunch pail. Uh, like, that like girl... She's, like she's on, like, an I-beam. A girder, on, yeah. Yes. High above the city. I will say, uh, the one thing I want to ask before we get into the next part of the show here is, um, at one point she goes, did you do everything? Brown the fridge, paint your toenails, deface the website? What website were they defacing? So is it Liz's it's site? The, yeah, yeah, it's this, yeah. So... But it's her own site? Now, who's Liz? Now, that's a great question. Is that's Liz Brie Larson. Brie Larson? Brie Larson is oh, Liz. Oh, yes, because she's been held back a year. That's why she can drive. That's Brie Larson's I, And I but also laughed another funny joke when she, they announced that she's been held back a year and she has her license, and one of the girls said, Lucky. I, I laughed. By the way, she was, was held funny. back a year which means that she would be a freshman in high school, not a time when you're driving. Yeah, ever. no. They, they, this movie really wants to be a high school movie. Yes. And inexplicably, and to a degree that is chilling. Uh, see, Jason, we might have very different experiences, but when I was in eighth grade, heading into ninth grade, like this movie wasn't shit compared to what I was up to. Oh, agree. So, I'm sorry, it wasn't. I found this to be tame. I find Speak this Speak June. Again. Wait, hold on. I want to hear more about June yeah, 8th and 9th. Saying, what were you up to? In 8th and 9th grade, I was taking my parents' car out. I mean, I was doing all the things that one might do. I, uh, drugs, all, all of it was being done from the. From drugs the, uh, between 8th and 9th? I was smoking pot, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thought I knew yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Thought I knew you. Falsifying voter information. All of it. I'm saying all of it. Putting your pants on a mannequin's body. <laughs> Pretending to be a mannequin. Pretending to be a swimsuit model to date your teacher. Well, look, obviously we have opinions about uh, what June did between 8th and ninth grade. Uh, and, and if this movie is a, a beautiful work of art, but... The truth is, there are other people out there with different opinions. It is now time for second opinions. Please welcome Tim. Sometime for a teenager, girls will bloom. <laughs> Jeff Garland loves water more than his daughter. Jane Lynch helps her lock her room. Somewhere high school dances start at 10. Steve Carell is all over town. His airbag explodes again. Yeah. <laughs> if Julie finds an awesome guy who hops a fountain, why, oh, why can't I? Give it up for Tim. Tim, rate that. Tim, during the show. Tim, 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 and stop. Great job, Tim. All right, uh, this movie has a thousand reviews. The first review is a from... A thousand reviews? A thousand reviews, 82% are five star, 3% are one star. And this first one is uh, titled, 
the best movie of the 2000s, possibly of my life. <laughs> Sleepover has many themes. I think individuals of all ages can find it entertaining and relate to it. It includes a wacky sleepover, a touching mother-daughter moment, lessons about sibling loyalty, financial negotiation, the power of female friendship, questionable romance, and a cute dog. Overall, I would feel comfortable showing this to my kids at a sleepover of their own and might even watch it myself from time to time. Five stars, hands down. I mean, I kind of agree with that review. Well, I, the only thing I don't, doesn't track for me is that the person's like, this is probably the best movie of the 2000s, the last 25 years. I might watch it again. <laughs> this one is written in all caps. When I was a teenager, I could relate to this movie rather well. I always had friends sleeping over and was sneaking away from the parents. I think all teenagers do. This movie was great. It was funny, daring, and a young crowd made like an older crowd. These girls have real talent, and I wish them the best of luck with acting. Five out of five stars. The title is great for teens. It was written by Tiffany M. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> this one by Grace Rainey says this. Everything about this movie made me the happiest I've ever been. Five stars. <laughs> wow, the happiest they've ever been? <laughs> this oh. one says this. A pure joy, a comedy ahead of its time. Title, you must watch this movie. Five stars. But the best one, it's a five-star review. It says, Evan Peters is 10 out of 10 amazing. And the review goes like this. Evan Peters, five stars. <laughs> now, I just will share with you this because uh, Molly did some amazing research here. And she found a website, like a parental warning website about this movie. Like, it's from um, screenit.com. So it tells parents, you know, things that they should watch out for. And I highlighted a couple of them. Tense family scenes. Julie isn't happy with her mom being overbearing. She thinks she is, while mom is suspicious of what Julie and her friends are up to, leading to some smart Alec remarks <laughs> from Julie to her mom. Smart Alec remarks. Is that the review is written by Jay Manzukas? <laughs> <laughs> this is where it says this. This is the this is the biggest section. Imitative behavior. Kids may want to have their own version of this adventure. On the last day of school, we see middle schoolers run into the hallways, throw papers everywhere, and one of them sprays silly string at a teacher. Steve jumps over a fountain. <laughs> the girls retrieve a bra from the freezer as part of their slumber party. We never see what's done with it. <laughs> Hannah has a midriff revealing top. You do not want your kids to imitate anything like that. The movie in other countries is called Sleeping Away From Home, Suddenly In Love, Last Day Of Classes, and Revenge in Pajamas. Whoa. That's a movie I want to see. That is the Canadian 
because title of that I movie. Can't, I don't know when anybody's in pajamas in this movie. Vengeance in pajama. <laughs> so, uh, final know, thoughts, parting fi- thoughts, yeah, would you recommend just it? My final thoughts. I would recommend this movie, if only to to get to that last scene between the young the our young actress and Jane Lynch because I just want to say one other thing about that lock cuz I'm going to Paul I'm going to remember that lock when we get to this age of parenting mm. because it was such a beautiful gesture of like oh I'm giving you something to literally secure our attachment and to make sure that you know I'm okay with you being secure away from me so that I can actually be closer to you and you can feel closer to me. It was the most beautiful way to express that. I don't want to give my kids a lock, though, because... I know you don't want to, Because I I use their bathroom. (laughs) And if I can't use that bathroom and I can't use my own bathroom... Wait, are you shitting in your kid's bathroom? I got to go somewhere. And then blaming it on them? Who didn't flush? My bathroom stinks. You did that. I almost <laughs> brought our child in to watch this. I was like, you know what? He's home. He's taking a gap week between school and camp. And I was like, let's, uh, let's, let's watch this together. I'm so happy I did not. Yeah, definitely. I'm taking a gap week. <laughs> this, I will say, as a, as a kid this age, this is the exact kind of movie that if I was you know, a tween kid, and I saw this movie, I would have been obsessed with it. Obsessed. Obsessed with it in the way that I was obsessed with the, in, for me, the John Hughes movies. Yeah. But this is John Hughesian, yeah. just skewed younger. Well, and also it was hard to, it was hard to know where I would have fallen. Like, I don't think, I definitely wasn't in the Brie Larson group. Oh, but I'm I, coma kid all the way. But see, I don't even know if I'm he's in. The, he's the ducky of this universe, and I'm all in on ducky. I don't even know if my group falls into, like, Julie Quirky. I'm like, I'm like where Yancey would have gone had she not received the invite. And no, it's okay. It's a great time over there. This isn't bad news. But I just don't think that I would have been with Julie and her friends. I, I would have been one me, level under. Were, were you not a soccer sporto at this time? At this time, I was more of like a theater kid. Ah, okay. So maybe I would have met Julie there. But I do feel <laughs> I was still a little bit away from Julie and the gals. So you think, you think Julie and the gals were aspirational? Or Julie and the gals were... You were ahead of them, but not in the Stacy Liz category. I guess, you were in between. I guess where I was was I was I was with Yancey. Had Yancey again not received that invite? Because what I feel confident about in my group of girls with Yancey was that we wouldn't have gone to another sleepover. I see. That's I'm the sorry. difference. Were you friends with Yancey? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I was not present in this movie. <laughs> you weren't on represented. The last day of school, I decided I was going to have a party at my house. I just told everyone to come. I lived on a dead-end road, and everyone came and caused a very big traffic jam <laughs> as everyone drove up the block but then couldn't turn around and get oh, out. No. And so, first of all, the 200 people that showed up to my house, that was an issue. But... <laughs> The that's traffic a, jam. That's amazing that everyone came. That's incredible. It was a fun, it, it, well, I don't even know. Well, it was something. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of uh, anger from the neighbors because they were all trapped in their houses. Uh, it was a, 
a, a literal line of cars that had nowhere to turn. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a it was a tricky night. Um, maybe then they all finally get out of there, and then it's like now we got to go pick them up. Well, yeah, that that was all. That was well. They see a lot of kids just started getting out of their cars sure. and coming into my house, and then I had to spend a lot of time talking to the neighbors and going, "Who has?" Um, a Ford Festiva, a red Ford Festiva. I had to find cars, but that car was stuck in them. It was very difficult. Wait, were you the valet at your own party? Well, my mom, my mom was like, "You've gotten yourself into this mess. Get you gotta, you gotta get out." So it was just trying to like play Tetris all night. But my, I think my mom let us drink beer. <laughs> Save it for the book. Incredible stuff. That's wild. That was, I mean, that's but that's 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 middle school. It's all trap. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's ribbons and lampshades. Uh, thank you all for coming out tonight. That is all for today's show. A big thank you to Nick Kroll. People, we love doing these shows, and we're taking them to the East Coast. Head on out to the East Coast to check us out this summer. Just go to hdtgm.com to find out all of our touring dates. And New Jersey, I'm looking at you because we are actually going to do a partnership with the Smod Castle. That's right. We're going to air the movie that we're going to be doing in New Jersey at the Smod Castle Cinema the night before or a couple days before. We're figuring it out. Anyway, go to hdtgm.com. Buy your tickets now. Shows are very close to selling out, like literally tickets away. So I can't tell you enough to head on over there. And if you're heading out on the internet, why don't you head on over to tpublic.com, tpublic.com, where we have some amazing merch, new merch, different show shirts. We don't have a show shirt for this one. Uh, we felt like my description shirt, the one about Old Navy, would have been just too weird and random. Anyway, uh, we can always change that if you really want it. And remember, your voice is important. If you have a correction or a mission about the movie Sleepover, call me at 619-PAUL-ASK. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. Or write in on our Discord, and we may use your comment in next week's Last Looks episode. A big thank you to our producers, Scott Sani, Molly Reynolds, and our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, and our engineer, Casey Halford. We'll see you next week for Last Looks. Bye for now. Just give me